Welcome to the Thrive with Omu podcast, where each week I'll chat with an amazing entrepreneur on their growth journey. They'll be sharing this with us to help and encourage us to take that bold step. Hello, everyone. It's another Friday again, and I have with me here this amazing young lady who is a healing coach, and um, she'll tell you more about what it entails to be a healing coach. Her name is Angelica Walters. Thank you, Angelica, for coming on my podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you so very much for having me. I am doing great by Liza Grace. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. Yes. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive into your setback? Yes. Yeah, so um, I am a servant to Allah God. Um, I am a healing coach. Um, I have a two-year-old son named Amir. And I love the just being a student of life. Um, being a healing coach, I heal women of color who suffer from anxiety and depression, um, go through different healing steps in regards to your mental, physical, and spiritual um, body, emotions. So, yeah. <laughs> Why is this? Okay, maybe I don't want to go that way, but... Um... When you say healing coach, um, is it healing? Is there a particular thing the person has to be healing from, or is it just healing generally? Just healing in general. Um, so we have people that deal with mental uh, mental issues like anxiety and depression. Um, also, people who deal with um, physical uh, disease like you know diabetes or um hyper with <laughs> high blood pressure stuff in that sense so um it's all in one for the most part so yeah have you always done that or did something lead you into becoming a healing coach yes so um no i have not always done this um I actually started my healing journey, I want to say two years ago. Um, <clears throat> it all stemmed down to um, after receiving um, a health concern after having my child, um, I had a thyroid issue in which most women who deal with thyroid issues um, have to be on medication for the rest of their life. Um, that was a choice within myself. I did not want to take, I did not want to be on medicine for the rest of my life. However, the side effects of having the thyroid issue was a lot. Um, but I wanted to find a different way to heal myself. I wanted to just, you know, self-heal myself just because of the things that I did go through while I was pregnant, um, dealing with the medical professions and how it, it didn't work for me. So I wanted to go within. So I just, just went within, um, I read a few books, How to Eat to Live, had helped me by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And um, I did I did some um, mental work as well, um, calming my mind, my body and soul. So I did a whole holistic change. So that what that is what really got me into healing. Awesome. So you kind of worked on yourself and used yourself as the would I say experiment? 
Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so how was that journey of um, the thyroid issues? How long did it last and how did it affect your business, your marriage, your life generally? Um, it, it actually lasted for, I found out about my thyroid issue after having my son. Um, but it only lasted for about, I want to say five, six months, um, because of the steps that I was taking to heal myself. Um, it affected me a lot because with a thyroid issue, that being the mother of your metabolism, just how your brain function, how your uh, heart function, um, it was doing a lot. I had a lot of anxiety. Um, I had heart palpitations. Um, I just wasn't myself and me just having a, a newborn baby. I didn't feel as if I could be there as much as I wanted to. So I, it really took me out of my element. Um, so with that, knowing how much of an effect of it, ha- it had on me, um, I really got myself into a, um, I want to say hibernation. Like I, I, I got, I, I went within, I did, I, I started meditating. Um, I started journaling and I started praying. Um, and one month during the month of, um, Ramadan, cause I practice Ramadan. Um, that was the month where I seen that my healing worked. I got my thyroid numbers back and it was normal again. So that proved to me that the things that I was doing was right. And I can heal myself. That was that your first child. Um, Yes, I, I did have a stillborn child six years ago. Um, but I say he's my firstborn, first, yeah. <laughs> and um, did the stillborn affect you? Do you think the stillborn affected you in any way? Absolutely, absolutely. And um, I didn't realize that until after giving birth to my son and then going back and seeing how much of an effect that the last pregnancy in which I never addressed and I I, I left it alone. Um, And then being, becoming pregnant again, the fear was so heightened. Um, The stress, I was just so scared something was going to happen throughout that pregnancy. Um, And in a way, I kind of feel like that may have also contributed to that dis-ease that I had after having my son, just still having that, that that fear base of what happened to me in my prior pregnancy. So um the you had you had a stillbirth and then got pregnant six years later. Between when you had the stillbirth and the six years um before you got pregnant for this for your child, um it didn't affect you in any way. You just went on with your normal life and all that. Yeah, I I think that I within that time frame, um, I did not know how to handle uh, death. Uh, my my son transitioned and it hurt me, but I was doing a lot of things to, uh, I would say, distract me. Um, I did not handle it, and. I noticed I didn't handle it, of course, when I got pregnant again. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I, I did not heal from that. So it's like it's, it's back again. Like it's been six years now. So I did I, I didn't heal through that properly at all during those six years. No. 
So how did you, how was the healing? How did you process it? How did you heal from that? Because I'm sure you would have had to heal from the baggage from the stillbirth before dealing with the thyroid issue. Yeah, so um, with um, the stillborn, um, I was young. I'm still young, but I was I was very young. <laughs> I was twenty. I, w- I was twenty one when that happened, and um, honestly, I I honestly was was I was letting the vices of the world um, help me get through it, which wasn't healthy. Um, you know, smoking and drinking and clubbing, getting into relationships. Like after my son passed, I got into a long relationship that was toxic, you know? So within that time, like I stated, I I know I didn't heal at all with that. And then, um, seeing just how everything played itself out from the past for six years and then me getting pregnant again, then seeing that, you know, I can't say that that's the reason why, but I always believe that at a point in time, once you don't handle the situation within, it has no choice but to express itself and come out. So yes. maybe that came out. Yeah. So maybe that came out in the form of me having that thyroid issue. So, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. But I'm glad that you've gone past it and you um you're better or you're well now do you mind sharing what you did to deal with the stillborn yes um uh when um when it happened you know i was i was told i was in total disbelief um i think i got into a period of um I was, I was going through a lot of emotion. I was upset. I was mad. I was cursing God out. Um, and then I got into a period of sadness and, you know, a little depression here and there, but honestly, I can say that, um, I did not properly deal with it at all at that time. Um, however, I can say that because I didn't deal with it at that time, that does not mean that I did not need to deal with it. Um, and seeing that, my new son, my, my new baby is here now and now understanding life and death, getting to my word, understanding God, I realized that my son was not my son. You know, he was a gift from God and it's not doing anything to me constantly holding on to that pain and that grief of a child of God that, that just what, that wasn't my child. So when I came to that understanding and that knowledge and knowing, it made me feel more comfortable. It made me, it made me let go and understand that he's okay. He's in peace. And it had to happen because honestly, the life that I was living before I had my son now was reckless. And I don't even believe that I will be able to have been a great mom to my son that transitioned um, as I am to my son now. So Eventually, I understood God's purpose. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm so happy. Such a good story. But what do you have to say to young girls um, who have been down that road and probably haven't been able to get themselves out? Or some who 
would be thinking of going down that route? Um, just in regards to uh, losing a child. Losing a child, bringing up a child, dealing with um, depression, the lessons you've learned yeah. from it, basically. Yes. Yeah, so um, I would say that, you know, when I think of healing, um, healing is a journey. Um, life, struggle is ordained in life. Um, you have to go through things to grow through things. So I truly believe that once you learn to know who you are, get back connected to yourself and understand that we can't control everything. You can't control everything. And that's a big thing because we want to have control. It makes us feel secure. It makes us feel comfortable. But understanding that we cannot have control and understand that we can only do our best. You can only do your best. You Absolutely. know, so I believe that once you know that, even if it's just little things like, you know, just, you know, doing little things to try to grieve from the loss or, you know, doing little things to, to be a better mom or, you know, a better, a better parent, parent in general, you know, it's the little things that really, really do count, you know? So I believe, you know, don't ignore the little things and just allow life to happen. <laughs> so you did mention something about um, this journey called life, you know, you're, you, you're on a journey. What is it like? What's it about? What are you doing? How are you doing it? Yeah, so <laughs> this journey of life, um, oh, it's a lot. Um, I'm really just, I'm learning to learn myself. And that's the best way to get through life is knowing who you are. You know, so I've been learning to check in with my emotions, learning to know what my triggers are, learning to know what makes me happy, what makes me sad, you know, what do I like to do? What can I do that is, how can I say, productive that can benefit me? So to me, you know, the journey of life for me has just been a journey of learning, learning, I would say, um, being reborn again. So, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. I'm so proud of you. And um, I'm, yes, and I'm so happy and I'm proud of how far you've come. A lot of people stay down, they go down and they remain there without struggling to come back up. So mm. it's been an amazing time talking to you. Yes. Um, do you have any parting words you want to share before we wrap it up? Um, yeah, just, you know, um, this this life, um, we all have a purpose. Uh, we all have a gift. And no matter where you are in life, you are exactly where you need to be. Um, I think this life sometimes makes us believe that we should be, you know, further than where we are. But understanding that you are exactly where you need to be and learning to just rest and be in a moment will really, really, really help you in just embracing life and living life. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Angelica. Thank you. It's been a nice um, few minutes with yes. you on the podcast. 
hope to see you some other time. Thank yes, you, guests, for listening. I'm out. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Thrive with Omu podcast. This is your host.